Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Raise the Level. This is your host, Mike Lowell. In today's episode, I have Alex Uloa, Calvary Christian graduate, as well as the Oklahoma State commit. Alex is a top 300 prospect posted by MLB, as well as a top 100 high school prospect. Alex was rewarded first team all Broward this year, his senior year, while he hit 483 with six homers, two doubles, and a triple. Most importantly, he was Under Armour Baseball Factory All-American in the game MVP. Alex and I met a couple years ago at the facility, and it's been awesome to see him learn and grow as a player. He continues to work on his craft, and it's no wonder he's going to be a minor league player soon. If things don't work in the draft, obviously, you know, he's got a good home at Oklahoma State, and they're really happy to have him if he goes that route. I wish Alex the best in everything he does, and, you know, he's going to have a good career. I'm happy to know him, and I hope you guys enjoy this interview. Thank you. Here with Alex Uloa, middle infielder, shortstop, just overall athlete. He can play all, all parts of the field, but he's, he's main, mainly a middle infielder, you know, known for his bat. Uh, graduated from Calvary, had a big year, had a lot of good teammates. I'm sure you guys had fun. Mm-hmm. Um, ex- expected to go to Oklahoma State, um, entering the draft, been doing a lot of draft stuff, a lot of draft workouts, you know, expecting to get popped. Kind of just talk to me about, you know, your year at Calvary and how having, you know, those other studs with you, you know, Painter, you know, Renee, Manny, those guys, how's Mm -hmm. that, having them next to you, being able to play against some other studs? No, yeah, I mean, having all those with, you know, star power, whatever, in high school, it was a lot of fun and piggybacking off of each other and, you know, you have a team full of people who love to work hard, love to go to the gym, get, get their work in and piggybacking off of each other and just getting better every day was extremely fun and it made the atmosphere of playing baseball fun yeah and not just the training aspect but you know having the scouts at the games mm-hmm. having a no, lot 100%. of you know college scouts just big crowds overall no yeah sure. i mean every game we played was a big game i mean tons of people there always and with andy and irv i mean so many scouts went to go watch them so you get everyone else getting eyes looked at and helped out with a lot of other players too it's almost like you have a target on your back and you guys won mm-hmm. a lot so you know i'm sure I'm sure teams were eyeing for you. How how did you know the playoffs go, and and how did that end? Kind of, mm-hmm. you know, what was that journey like? You guys obviously had some some studs, but what kind of you know I wouldn't say fell apart, but right. you know what could have been better for you guys? And, and um, I would say just some team chemistry stuff. Some more uh, there were some issues in the locker room with the school. So other than that, I mean. If we were just all playing free without thoughts in our mind, I think we win a lot of games. More collaborative effort. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, no, absolutely. So committed to Oklahoma State. You committed early. What was that, sophomore or junior year? Uh, Beginning of junior year, right after I decommitted from Miami. Okay. So, yeah, you know, I'm sure they're excited to have you. You've been committed to them for a while. Um, Although you are committed, you've been doing Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, draft prep, MLB combine stuff. Um, earlier we were talking about the MLB combine. Right. What, is, what does that consist of? Because honestly, until you yeah. showed up on that, I didn't know they had an MLB combine. No, yeah. I mean, this is the first year they've had the okay. draft combine. It's the first event. And I feel like they did a really good job for it being the first time it's ever been done. As far I as mean, organization yeah, stuff? Yeah, like the way they kept it organized. I mean, they had everybody on track. Everybody had their schedules, their events. They were very uh, well at communicating with the players on what they needed to do. And Everything went really well. I mean, they had a series of medical things, um, performance, uh, two games, um, 
like three workouts, three BPs, IOs, stuff like that. Um, and then they had a workout, which was 30s long jumps, um, measuring your wingspan, your height, your range of motion, your arms, legs, everything. I mean, yeah. So one of the questions I had, and I was going to get to it mm -hmm. later, but certain measurements and, and that goes along with, you know, certain teams have protocols mm -hmm. that they oh, look yeah. at. What's been kind of like the most interesting metric or something that you've been asked about? No, um, so basically a lot of teams, they they measure like a bunch of range of motion things. So they'll have you get on your one knee uh, in a kneeling stance, try to touch your hands together behind your back, stuff like that. Um, how far down you can go into a squat with your feet like pointing straight. Yep. Your, I mean, they're just testing every range of motion of your body, every part, and they do it over and over again. Every team does it. Every event does it. It's over and over. That's cool. Yeah, I have a buddy that's – he's with the Yankees. He mm -hmm. said when he got drafted, they were measuring – No, yeah, they measuring – they measure from your hand, the bottom of your hand to your – so the measurement of your hand, they measure from, like, your pelvis to – your ankle something like they do a bunch of measurements across your body everything i mean they, that's that's why man cool. I, I left the uh the measurement day with i mean like five different lines of just <laughs> sharpie markers everywhere cool <laughs> so markers. you at the mlb combine you what I, from what i saw you performed mm -hmm. really well i saw your bp it looked spectacular and then that 60 time um what was that was it great. was actually uh 30s we ran 30s there okay um it's a little bit of a different 30 it's not a traditional type so it's a reaction plus a 30 so it like it has a timer it counts down from five four three two one but you don't go after one it'll like give you a pause or it might even go right away but it'll give you a pause and then it'll show a green light, and then you have to react. Yeah, green light's right in front of you? Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's showing there. So once it turns green, I mean, it's hard because, you know, you're sitting there. You're like, oh, my gosh. You know, yeah, you're trying to green, anticipate yeah. it. But really just worrying about, you know, having to explode. But then you're realizing, like, oh, crap, I can't go early. Yeah. You have to sit there. You're, like, shaking and then go. And I remember we talked when we spoke before you left, you were talking about, you know, not concerned, but mm -hmm. most excited about showing off the speed yeah. and things like that. You came out with a good grade. Do you yeah. know what the time was or what it would have been? Uh, I don't know exactly what the time would have been. What was, the, what was the grade? It was uh, like 55 grades. Out of on there. 80. 80? Yeah. Okay, that's, yeah, that's pretty good. And then as far as the other stuff, you obviously hit well. And I was, I was actually mm -hmm. looking at your profile today. Of yeah. You're in field and you look good, man. So good for you. Thank you. I know – what was the league you and Renee played in? Uh, the draft league, the okay. MLB draft league. So what, what is that? What it was, was basically, uh, I believe, six ex-minor league teams. You know how they released um, some affiliates from the uh, professional baseball cup like a year back with the COVID situation and stuff like that. So they grabbed these six teams that were pretty much close together, and they put them into a league of mostly college guys but a couple high school kids uh, that were draft eligible this year. And... They basically were just the minor leagues, the minor leagues before the minor leagues. Yeah, so, really I mean, you. yeah, you had the same schedule as a minor leaguer, same regimen. You travel like a minor leaguer. It was, it was, it was basically minor leagues before the minor leagues. That's cool, man. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Jason Thomas was there too, right? He, yeah, he's another, yeah, yeah, he was another a grindhouse he was guy. So yeah. that was cool. I'm sure you guys recognize each mm -hmm. other. I know he hit the ball decent. Mm -hmm. I know you and Renee showed up. Um, just overall, what's I guess the process been like you? been like for you as far as the draft interviews you know just health mm -hmm. being ready oh yeah it's almost like you're always going to a different showcase or you're always having to prove yourself in a way right. 
what's it been like kind of just mentally preparing after a long spring and a regular, like a good fall? No, yeah. I mean, after the spring, you just had to get ready for workouts, um, getting your body ready, your just making sure everything was ready, your mind. Um, for, like up in the draft combine, we did have special times that were designated for interviews with clubs where you had to go aside, go to certain places, go interview with them. And then before the season, we had a bunch of Zoom calls, which were which should have been the in person, uh, in person, the in house, but because of the COVID deal, they couldn't. So it was a ton of and ton of ton of, of Zoom meetings and stuff like that, meeting with teams. Just trying to get to know you, pick your brain. Mm -hmm. and no, yeah, I mean, that? just general questions, basically like where you're from, your family, um, just trying, and then picking your brain on the baseball side, like. Where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see your approach? How does your approach work? What do you do to keep your body ready at all times? What's right. your preparation? <clears throat> Stuff like that. And they just basically picking your brain and get, getting to know you better as a baseball player. That's cool. And so the last year and a half, two years we've known each other, I've seen you grow <laughs> as a person huge. I know, you know, not that you were no, yeah. anything bad before, but little things like if we were to have to do this interview two years ago, yeah. you and we are doing it at seven, you'd be showing up right now. Yeah. And then today you were 30 minutes early. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that, you know, that's a huge, uh, that's awesome. And I know we talked about your health, mm -hmm. you know, diet and just paying kind of more attention to right. what's going in your body and, right, and things like that. I'm sure, you know, those are, those are things that you've mm -hmm. kind of eye opened about. You're like, damn, all right. Oh, yeah. You know, if I eat like crap, if you, you feel, feel the next day you go yeah. over and you're like, all right, I need to eat <laughs> whatever it is. Um, what's been going back to like the interview process and mm -hmm. stuff, because that, that stuff intrigues me. Um, we can see what we can on the field. Yeah. We could look at so much game footage and I could look at your PG profile and say, okay, this is Alex yeah. as a player, but you know, how is he as a person? What's, what's a weird question that you've gotten? One that just kind of made you think, or you're like, huh, that's different. And then what's um, like a repetitive question that you've been like, yeah. okay, you know, a lot of teams ask this. The, the most common question that is asked by every single team is what is the hardest pitcher you faced last summer? Every single time, every single team has asked the same question. And what was, and who was your guy? I never had a guy. <laughs> I just couldn't give it to him. I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell no you. Stuck. Like, no one's really like, I mean, in inner squads, I face Andy, I face Irv, but for me as a hitter, like, you see everyone the same. Like, there's no one that's just gonna be like this. But this spring, I will say, I saw someone who was like, I mean, unhittable. And it was like day one against IMG. This kid, Mason Albright, comes out, he's throwing insane. I think he struck out like he faced 16 guys, struck out 15. And I was like, that was insane. That was he the most. said IMG. Yeah. That was that. Remember that matchup? Yeah, also yeah. Twice, right? Yeah, we 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 actually saw him three times. First time was we lost like six to two. Then we lost two to zero the second time. Then the last time we faced the same guys, day one, beat them eight to two. Nice. Cool. So it was like. You got them back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, got to come back. And then I guess uh, like a weird question, maybe something about yourself personally that they want to know about your personal life or, um, or anything. Never something too weird. I mean, they have, uh, there's this MLB draft prospect link thing. So they have like questionnaires over there. And one of the weirdest questions I got on there was, are you, what do you do with the shopping cart after you're done? Mm, I, man, that is a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people that know me know that too. Yeah. I'll sit there and wait in the parking lot for somebody and just to be, you know, just to say, I won't say anything to them, but in my yeah. head, no, okay, that person's lazy. They don't have yeah, no, they, they always, they, they ask me, it was like, do you go put it back, leave it by the car, or give it to a person? I feel like even if you're the type of person that doesn't put it back, you're mm -hmm. going to just lie and say... I mean, obviously. But, I mean, like for me, in my my grocery store, there's um, 
the ones that are like right next to the car. So like you don't have to go into the shop to put it back. You right. just put it right into the designated area. So it's not that hard. So, yeah. so I got I got yeah. a question for you. That would be my draft question if you were mm -hmm. a prospect. Um, and it's kind of a two two question. And I've heard it from a scout before. But if I were to say, hey, Alex Uloa is a MLB All Star mm -hmm. in four years, like why would that why would that happen? Like what what why does that make sense to you? No, for me, I mean, it makes sense because it's something that I consistently work towards every single day and that I feel like my mind as I grow and as I get older is going to adapt to the game more and be able to become a more adjustable player day in and day out. And in four years, I see that being possible with the growth that I continue to develop and being better in my game and, and the take, mental aspect. Take advantage of your, of your resources and things mm -hmm. will work out. So you said you've kind of like adapted new things to your game and you've kind of been figuring things out. What's one thing that I guess we'll say from the end of your spring high school yeah. season to now that you're like, okay, this is, ne this is necessary. I no, have yeah. to do this and I'll have success. What's, what's something for you? Uh, for me, I mean, in my swing, you know, just staying calm, staying relaxed, looking not to do too much, you know, staying on my backside, um, not really wanting to go get a ball, just let it come to you and look for you and accepting a walk, you know, because okay. yeah. walks are a big part into knowing if you're good at the plate or if you're bad. If you're looking, you know, sometimes before when you get into a, a slump, you know, I, I don't believe there's slumps in baseball, but a slump, you get into one and you start becoming desperate. You don't want to walk. You want that hit. You want that hit. But I think the way of getting out of a, of a slump is taking your walk. When you take your medicine, things come. Look for your pitch. Those are the pitches you don't miss. The walks are – when you're swinging at pitches outside the zone, you can't. Yeah, it's can't, not an approach. You can't, you're not going to get a hit. So take your walk. And all that matters now is not even average. It's OPS. So. Right. No, I, I like that answer. Yeah. And – you know, for those of you who don't know Alex or haven't seen him play or haven't seen him swing, he's a ferocious hitter. Mm -hmm. Like he takes G hacks, whether it's you know two o o two, he's he's looking to do damage, and and that's on the field too. As far as stealing bases, making plays, he's he's a quick player that's explosive. So for him to be able to change that that mm -hmm. mindset is, is huge. I'm sure early in your high school career, no, yeah. you can kind of get away no, with yeah, things, I mean, and, yeah. and then you learned, okay, you know, seeing 94, I can't really mm -hmm. cheat a fastball when I know they have a 90-mile-per-hour slider coming behind it. So, you know, that's that's awesome. And then I'm sure you've you've seen that kind of translation in, in other things, like trying to learn more about anything, whether mm -hmm. it's your body, you know, like you said, getting mentally, mm -hmm. mentally stronger and things like that. What are some things you've, I guess, picked up from, I wouldn't say like, yeah, from from somebody else that you've learned like hey they you know they stay calm through this or hey you know they the way they've talked about failure in this way has mm -hmm. helped me what's something that's helped your mental game as far as maybe staying neutral or just controlling your body or whatever it is um for me i mean i haven't really noticed from like another player i mean i've just gone through talks with more people you know like coaching stuff like that just staying calm staying on the the calm side keeping to yourself you know and like it's helped me, you know, realize like you miss one pitch, you can't can't let it derail your whole at bat. So like let's say for example, like an umpire gives you a bad strike, you can't give them a reaction, you can't lose a moment of focus yep. because of one little thing. So that you have time to, you spend getting mad can be your adjustment time. Adjustment to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Looking for the next pitch, getting ready, thinking, but that time you spend wasted is just gonna hurt you in the long run so really you gotta stay locked in at all times and focused that's cool so i guess we'll talk about like a pre-game routine mm -hmm. 
um, for you. Let's say you have you know 30 minutes in the cage. Right. Whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Whatever you need to do to get ready for the game. What is something you're 100% going to do to make sure you're ready? Yeah. Uh, pre-game BP is usually like uh, first couple rounds, like first round, first two round, high T. I like to do a lot of high T. Some t- uh, a lot of the time with a heavy bat. Okay. Just to stay on top, use my body well, Force stay yourself. to right field. Yeah. Yep. And then go into my regular bat. Continuing the right field, get into our on the field BP. We go first round, you know, shooting to right field, shooting low line drives. Then second round, starting the drive. Third, fourth round, let him fly. Yeah. So it's almost like controlling your barrel early as you progress. You Mm -hmm. kind of progress your moves. Um, What would would you say your most valuable tool is? Whether it's something on the field, Mm -hmm. off field, up here, whatever it is. What's something you know? Like, hey, this this kind of what makes me me. Um, For me, my most valuable tool. I mean. Obviously, it's just how I play the game. I feel like there is a sixth tool in the game, and it's everyone has a different one. I think for me, it's my energy, my passion, how I can keep going every day. And, you know, it helps me on the bat, explosive in the field. It's just keep going, staying focused. No, and I've seen it. I've seen you come in from a bad week of of games and come in and put in the work, and then I've also seen you have a hell of a showcase, hell of a Mm -hmm. workout, and come in the same day, do the same thing with the same energy. It's it's, Mm -hmm. uh, it's admirable. So I, you know, young guys that are listening to this, you know, Alex is young too, but you could could spread some knowledge for you guys. Um, I guess another question, what tool would you say you want to improve the most? And not that it needs, Mm -hmm. not that you're like, oh, I I have no glove. No, yeah. What's something you're like, damn, like I, I want to put more effort into this, I know it'll help. Um, for me, I'd say my speed, you know, as a, as the game gets older and the game like keeps progressing, I keep going up levels into the professional level, the game's going to get quicker. I'm going to need to get quicker. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, catcher's arms are going to get better, pop times, everything's going to be more fluid. So I'm going to need to get faster in the game. And I think the game as a whole is kind of yeah. turning a page as far as stolen bases, mm-hmm. being quick. We're just seeing a lot more athletes. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. And it's not necessarily as stealing bases now, it's more extra bases so like you you hear you hear you hear i heard this thing like lindor saying like anything in the grass you have to get to yep 100 percent. and now you know everyone's got a cannon everyone's fast in the outfield so you got to be fast to get to that second base so getting these extra base hits you're gonna have to improve your speed of course your explosion it just adds value and like i said the game's turning the page to a new Mm -hmm. a new a new game in my opinion um, so what what's next for you? What do you what do you got next going on besides your training? No, yeah. I know you're doing some speed work, some lifting stuff. What I guess as far as like an event or you're going to mm-hmm. meet people, what's what's next? Uh, next, I have a workout in uh, West Palm Beach with the Astros pre-draft workout. Um, then the draft coming up starts July 11th, July 12th, July 13th, all those three dates cool. and. How that goes, depending, you know, could be a professional baseball player or I just go to Oklahoma State and three years we go again at this. Yeah, and I'm sure you're... Whatever path for me, you know, I'm excited in both ways and I feel confident in both paths, so... Good for you, yeah. Uh, Who knows what will happen? Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're hoping for you get popped and, you know, things make sense for you to to move forward with that. But if not, you know, you're at a a good spot with Oklahoma State. No, yeah. Um, We'll kind of talk about the NIL stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you were... To have to go to Oklahoma State and you were to mm-hmm. get a sponsor, what would be, you know, uh, an ad or something that we were like, all right, I want these guys for sure in my oh, corner. Mine. Like, who would your number one be? Bang Energy. Bang Energy. Oh man, yeah. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're on it too. So. No, yeah, I mean, Bang Energy. I mean, they gotta get some college kids. Like, you know, I mean, college kids are on that stuff 24/7. Like, especially like. You know Eric Sim. The Ju- yeah, yeah, the yeah. Juco the Juco Juco uh, Bandit. I wonder yeah. if they're gonna. 
affiliate any of that stuff with the the NCAA with the JUCO. Yeah. I'm sure that will be huge. They have to. I mean, it's so many sponsorships. Bang. And then I guess, would you, I'll ask you like a couple speed rounds. Mm -hmm. Like Nike or Adidas? Uh, I'd have to go Nike. And then like a pregame song or pregame artist? Um, 50 Cent or Eminem. Yeah, so some some older stuff. Yeah. Um, night or day? Uh, more of a day guy. Day guy. Um, that's for as far as like games too. Games? I'm gonna go day. I'm again, the type, man. dude. I fall asleep so early at night. I'm the type that like, yeah. if we got an eight o'clock game, I need to sleep all day. <laughs> you know. No, I I don't have problems staying up. I just like seeing the ball better in the day. I feel like I see it like a water mountain. That makes then yeah. at, at the night and the night game, sometimes you just like trying to squint. You know, the, especially like. In my level playing, you know, there's no high, super high lights. All the lights are, like, right here on right. it. So, like, the glare is, like, right in front of your face. And Alex is a morning person. I remember yeah. during the summer, last summer, you would come in, and Matt would sometimes, you know, he would throw you in a group yeah. with me, and it would be, like, a 9 a.m. group, and it's, I'm still wiping the boogers out of my eyes, and Alex is coming in, you know, put on some music, let's get going. He's just a wild man. And uh, I'll just end it with this. The one thing that I'll always remember from mm-hmm. Alex, like moving forward forever, was I think we were doing live ABs. We we're doing some type of base hit round. Matt had his camera up. You were up. I, I don't know what, if you're having success before or uh, after what was going on, but you you got one and you yelled in the camera. You said hit ball hard. <laughs> and and I always that was just kind of stuck with me when I see you. So that's gonna be my thing whenever so I you know in the future see you up. I'm just yeah. gonna say in my head hit the ball hard, hit the ball hard, <laughs> and you know that'll always stick with you. So. Yeah. Uh, no, I appreciate you coming in. No, thank you. Good talk. Of course. Um, good luck with everything. Every, oh, everyone be you. looking for his name. Alex Uloa. You'll be looking at that second day of the draft. Mm-hmm. Good luck, dude. Of course. Thank you.